When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. of a horror movie night this week we're talking about one of the most insulting (laughs) pandering films to try to break into a new community of horror fans that i've ever seen 2000's killjoy picked by brian so brian step up you need to uh explain yourself i i am so sorry um (laughs) i don't remember it being this low budget or this bad like it was it was a tough what it was it was a tough watching and what year did this come out 2000 okay all right so it it wasn't during it but it was just like man remember when like movies like in the ghetto were like an expression of class struggle and then we get like Killjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that that's what, that's what you were going towards. Well, yes, well, that's that's the thing, and like they are not even hiding the like. I believe I have to double check. I should have researched this. I believe this was put out on a completely different Full Moon imprint. Like you know, like Full Moon had all their different levels. So there was like Moonstone that was like kids movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think this was like, we're going to break into the urban cinemas and we're going to make movies that speak to the crowd that isn't being spoken to by horror just yet. And it's like, this is an insult. This yeah. is more insulting than the Native Americans in the Curse 3 from last month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like the, the, the what did they call them? The fucking... Um, the... They basically uh, just called them the savages without yeah. saying it. But like, yeah, like it's just so insulting and there's they a like point... had a checklist for like every stereotype needs to have oh a character God. in this movie 
it's so bad. They even and have the white boy in it, so yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's pretty much straight up every every single thing that you could possibly hate. Yeah, and there's it opens with that girl singing, and this so and it, weird. And it's it right away the dialogue. You're just like, oh, this is going to be really insulting. She's like, oh, girl, you crazy. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first line of dialogue. Dread sank into my stomach. <laughs> and then they started talking about studying for school. And I was like, how are you in school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These women are, are 27. 40. Yeah. <laughs> and then her boyfriend pulls up and you could tell that the budget was low because they didn't have the car bouncing up and down as it drove down the street. <laughs> And yeah, so this geeky guy who is just overacting the geekiness to like an absurd level right out the gate uh, is just like, hey, would you like to go to the prom with me? Which is how you know it's high school and not college, which is all the more insulting because like they barely would pass for college, but certainly not high school. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) this is no shrieker. All right, guys. (laughs) But I mean, it's about the same running time. <laughs> thank um, fuck. Thank, thankfully. And like her boyfriend's like, yo, bro, you talking to my girl? And then they fight. And he goes. No, they don't fight. They just kick the shit out of him. Well, they beat the shit out of him. But he goes from like dork to voodoo black magic. So ridiculous. Just oh immediately. Um, and then is like just as quickly tricked into, yo, bro, we just want to talk. Come hang out. It's like, Yeah, my spidey sense would have been going nuts. Why is your window open? Like, just close your fucking window. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, if you live in the projects, are you really going to have your window open in the middle of the night to hear dogs barking and people getting shot? Yeah, like, I guess you could make the argument that it's probably, if it's prom season, it's probably, like, late spring, and maybe it's getting real hot and you need that, like, air coming through. But, or like, maybe you just it your... helps them sleep. Like, remember in Boy Meets World where – uh Eric meets his brother and he has the CD to help him fall asleep. And it sounds of the trailer park and it's just like <laughs> domestic violence. And fucking <laughs> Man, oh, hard hitting topics. You're on horror movie night. That was, that was a children's show that they did that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was also the nineties where yeah. you can get away with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, the so the idiot walks down to this group that clearly gang and goes for a ride um i for a split second genuinely thought that they were going to go with the the gun fake out but he dies of a heart attack i did too yeah i was like explode from fear fear yeah (laughs) but i was just like or the gun just happens to accidentally be loaded but like everyone knows that Lorenzo kills this guy, but like Lorenzo's just like hanging out with his buddies and got a new girlfriend when we jump forward a year. Yeah, yeah. And, and that okay. So, am I coming? Am I am I like just a little too early in our discussion here to ask what the fuck happens to her? Because she gets chased by Killjoy. Well, so she shows her body, and then she takes a shower, and then she gets chased by Killjoy, and. There are only 13 people in the cast of this film, and I can probably tell you who they are on my fingers. Um, that's how, I mean, there are, there are no there are no extras. Yeah, except for where her. did that? Where did she go? But yeah. she doesn't. She does. And and it it really is a huge plot hole for me because all Killjoy does is kill people and then use those people those those murdered people as as like 
tricks. Like bait, yeah. Yeah, like bait and tricks. So uh, I don't know if she was just like, fuck this, I'm out. I showed my boobs and I don't want to show any more of anything. Um, or if, or maybe it's maybe, so here's a theory because they also kill Lorenzo around that same time. And then they start coming after the ex-girlfriend and her friends. So maybe the thought process was just like, I mean, I, this is probably deeper thinking than the screenplay writer. I'm sure you're right that she was just like, yeah, I'm out. Um, but they might just be like, well, they probably have no clue who this girl is. She's just some girl that Lorenzo's having sex with. So, like, what good is she going to be as, like, a, a trick? I don't know, yeah. man. Uh, th- these are things that are going to keep me up at night thinking about yeah. fucking Killjoy. So so things that will keep me up at night is there's this spiders. awkward scene. Oh. Spiders. <laughs> there's this awkward scene where Lorenzo's ex-girlfriend, I don't know why the only names I remember are Lorenzo and Michael, but because the, they keep saying, yo, Lorenzo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Lorenzo's ex, who's like the star, the survivor girl of this movie. I is, guess. Is getting tutored by some guy. No, she's and, tutoring him. Oh, she's tutoring him. Sorry. Yeah. And so then she, he shows her a little something. Well, the, but that's the thing. So he opens up to her and then she's like, I can't. And he's like, you're still hung up on Lorenzo. And she goes, well, what do you want from me? He took my virginity. And I'm like, that is such an unreasonable thing to just say to this guy. <laughs> but then and, the bigger. Th- and then they're having sex immediately after. No, no, the bigger. Th- you're missing the, the, the most ridiculous and egregious part of that whole scene is when he goes, why are you thinking about Lorenzo? You need to be thinking about Michael. Because, yeah. like, what? oh, yes, yes. Okay, so you're trying to make a play for this girl who's fucked up over this thing that happened a year ago. Bring up the guy that her ex-boyfriend fucking murdered. It, well, I, I mean, I get what over his... Her. Like, yeah. yeah, over her. I also kind of get what he's saying, where it's like, hey, if you're going to think about Lorenzo, think about the fact that he's a fucking human monster that killed this dude, Michael. Like, to kind of remind her, like, he's not worth thinking about. But you're right. The wording is all wrong and is not doing what it... But apparently it fucking works because next time we see them, they're deep in a boning set. <laughs> they got <laughs> to fucking. They got to fucking. Um, there's... So before... There's that scene. And then before we cut to them having sex, there's the three gang members just getting stoned and rapping. And man, oh. that... That freestyle screams written by a middle-aged white guy for other people. You know, I honestly can't tell because the, the, in the first in the first twenty minutes, so let's say the first act, I guess. Well, the first act is when they get they gets murdered, and then they move to second act when it's a year later, I suppose. But um, this, I am somewhat charmed at the very beginning by how bad the acting is and how. It just seems like they're trying, but then they get to the rapping part, and I'm like, no, no, nope. <laughs> honeymoon's over, friends. Yeah, you lost me. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um, so this is the only English-speaking role I think that Killjoy's in, because I, yeah. I all of the I, Killjoy I, movies, and then no, oh, no, 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 they got yeah. a different actor from after this. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's uh, he can speak which, English which also, just fine though. I mean, it's yeah, he can. I was also, I was shocked. I mean, because like, and I don't know that for sure. I'm I'm making assumptions, but every other title in IMDb is in Spanish. Like the name hmm. of the movie is in Spanish. So this was um, American. Except he he had a couple small things. In 1992, he played Tito Jackson in the miniseries The Jacksons, an American oh, Dream. I must have missed that one. 
and uh, he was in one episode of Baywatch. <laughs> wow, was he like a drowning victim or something? Because <laughs> I went on the JT. weird rabbit hole with this movie. Even when it was over, I watched every trailer for every Killjoy movie because they just kept coming up and like customers always also watched. Um, yeah. And do you recognize who plays Killjoy in all the other movies? No. It's um, he he gets a lot of shit from Lloyd Kaufman because he used to be a writer and actor for Troma. Really? And then and then he left Troma to star in all the Killjoy movies. Like he's still friends with Lloyd, but like in all of his books, he calls him out for being an idiot for going and doing all those Killjoy movies. Like he played Jerry in Terror Firmer and the leader of the diaper gang oh. in Citizen Toxie. Wow. And then went on to be one of my least favorite writers because he wrote um Cheap Thrills and Oh, Dead he Girl. wrote Cheap Fucking Thrills and Dead Girl. Yeah. Uh. Oh my god. Wow, fuck him. Have you seen yeah. Oh, Dead Girl's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Has anyone seen all the Killjoys? I've seen three of them because of the Wait, box there, there's more than three of them honestly, the seventh one just came out i fuck? want to see i want to see some of them now based on it based on the trailer it looks like we already saw this one the second one it looks like it has a pumpkin head kind of vibe where this woman this the their friends dying and this woman tells them the story of killjoy they summon killjoy the third one looks like it's at a college that he comes in but it as far as like continuity the fourth one is he had three attempts to take a soul and failed. So he's on trial in hell to be kept in hell. And then the fifth one is he escapes from hell and he's in, he's on earth and he has a talk show and it's just him like doing drugs and fucking girls and hell trying to get him back to hell, which I well, am kind of curious that, to see. That's well, uh, that falls, true. That falls in. I was going to say that falls into kind of what most of the full moon pictures have become because they're very, the only, very meta. Well, I was going to say the only evil bong movie that I still own is evil bong 420 because my old boss is in it. Yeah. And that movie is an hour and 10 minutes long. And an hour of the movie is just people getting stoned and hanging out in a bowling alley while it's building the relationship story between ginger dead man and the evil bong. Like, it has almost no kills or anything. It's just, like, a wacky comedy. Yeah. And I feel like that's where they, they just were like, we don't have the budget for kills anymore. So, like, <laughs> let's just lean on the fact that these characters are moderately known. Um, so, I definitely remember 2 and 3 being better than 1, but it's, like, a pretty low bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a pretty bad movie. I actually, not to get completely off topic, but just Please. about budgets and Full Moon. Did Is Full Moon behind... Um, the littlest reich yeah I, that's a full moon picture because that they do movie, all the puppet masters yeah but well, i didn't no, know, no, 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 I didn't no. know if they got like license it out because like you saw it, they licensed but... they licensed that out all right i was gonna say because that's a fucking fun-ass movie and yeah. like not not shy on budget well it's pretty low budget but it's not like it's not it's not current level it's, yeah low budget for for uh full moon yeah, I mean, like, the blood looks better than any other full moon picture. Man, I love Are, it. What do you, you take that back. Blood, uh, the uh, fucking um, subspecies, man, they had so much blood. How dare you? 
Hey, Scott, you know, I think that vampirism is sexually transmitted. <laughs> Dude, I still, I don't think, oh, man. Matt, can someone back me up? Jackie, Joshua, if anyone's listening, you guys are all mishearing me. I'm not saying vampirism is sexually transmitted. I'm saying their dicks have the black plague. And if you have <laughs> sex with them, you'll get other sexually transmitted diseases. I Look, I get what you're saying. I'm just you're making saying, a joke about your <laughs> proclivities you're here. You're saying that they've been around for hundreds of years and can't die. So whatever diseases they have, they don't even know that they, they have. They don't know. All right. I so, actually think that that's a really good idea for for like a vampire movie is that you know like they talk about there there's so many movies about contagion and it's all zombies. Let's talk about a vampire movie that's about contagion where he's like just looking for or she they're just looking for love but they just keep infecting their they keep infecting their uh their their lovers with obscure diseases that no one gets and then and, and then you can have like a forensic a, a scientist who's like where you know the cdc is like i don't believe these things are happening and then the scientist is like yes but this is the way it could be happening a vampire and they're like you're out of a job and then he's like fucking so he's drinking his way to 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 towards the truth and and then he can't oh. he's inocul he's inoculated because he is a fucking drunk so the alcohol kills all the diseases and he's the only one that can kill the vampire and we can go like super <laughs> political on it and it's just like anti-vaxxers <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like it's the 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 muslims are bringing these diseases back and then like the other people are like it's global warming and it's nope it's a vampire the whole yep, time i love it you ever see that movie werewolf of washington it's gonna be like that super political we're super topical here guys <laughs> All right, so it's been 50 minutes. We still haven't actually talked about Killjoy. Um, I'm out of notes, Brian, but I didn't. Oh, oh I, don't, I haven't touched any of them, but um, <clears throat> let me just – oh, man. Can I just run through a couple things? Yeah. We'll shoot through them, but I want to point out, Brian brought up the actor who played Killjoy, and like as annoying as that character is – He's the only person who I feel like has any actual ability to act. Like he seems to have fleshed out a character. There, yeah, no, no, you feel like they're reading lines. There's, there is like, one scene, and I can't remember it. And I wish I took notes where he, the guy is literally fumbling over his lines. No, yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah. I wrote it down because I was like, did that really happen? Was he goes? Well, there's only one way to. To find out. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think he was playing his character because his, his character is drunk and high. Oh, maybe. Because I just thought I'm, it looked like... I was thinking when he botched the line and that and was they, the best they, thing they, they had. <laughs> I, yeah, it was like Could the video we sent in the Beats Creeps thing. Like, I'm just picturing the Jack Donaghy in 30 Rock. <laughs> What's my line? <laughs> line. Okay, this time, don't well, that was me. fun two and a half days later. Like. Yeah. Well, and God, they're so secretive about what Killjoy looks like as if he's not on the cover of every one of these other I movies. I know, dude. <laughs> like, he's like nothing impressive. They're like not showing his face for 30 minutes in this 55-minute movie. The or hair. It's the hair. God, <laughs> I want you to go on Google no. right now. I want you to no. type in on Google Images both Killjoy 2 and Killjoy 3 because the hair and the other like I don't know which one's worse out of the first three. Oh my fuck <laughs> <laughs> right, two's really three. bad <laughs> three is the least terrible yeah oh and he gets like a little Harley Quinn type <laughs> helper in it yeah Killjoy 2 is just over the top 
Dude, Killjoy three, he actually seems to he looks pretty solid. And he looks like a um what the what the hell is it? Spawn like a villain. You know? He looks like yeah, he looks like the clown in Spawn. Yeah. John Leguizamo, there we go. But there's also a woman who's in um full body uh paint and you can <laughs> see her nips. Yeah. So it's actually selling it for me. <laughs> Um, you can't keep a bad clown down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, anyway, let me burn through some of these goddamn notes. And they're just quotes. It just so happens that I am an undercover drug dealer in an ice cream truck dressed as a clown. <laughs> well, that's it. So the, I wrote down that whole scene feels like a bad PSA. Like it feels no, like No, it feels like it's fucking hilarious is what it feels right. like. Ryan, you know the PSA that I'm thinking of? No. You don't hang out with him. He does. Oh drugs. yeah, I know that. I couldn't. I couldn't get the reference though. Yeah, I was just like, when I think of bad drug PSAs, that's the one that comes to no, my mind. No, he not. Yeah, he is. No, he not. <laughs> he do drugs, and you gonna do them too? <laughs> what a strange commercial. Yeah. strange strange anti-drug commercial i like our um, anti-cigarette commercials from when we were a kid that assured you that one in three people die of smoking cigarettes do you remember those? the truth one yeah and it was like those are still those aren't from your childhood those i mean oh i forgot you're so young but yeah, still do the truth is still going no yeah. i'm talking yeah. about like the ones where it was like this one specific one is like bungee jumping and it was like the one kid bungee jumps, the third kid bungee jump, or second kid bungee jumps, and then the third kid when he bungee jumps, as soon as the line like stretches, he explodes. And then what? It's like <laughs> one in three smokers die. You know the newest truth ones I actually really like because it's the claymation like little lungs in a great big world. Uh, I don't have cable, so I don't see any of the good commercials. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't see these either. Dope. It's dope. It's a series of commercials about tiny little lungs that have smoked too much, so it's not able to do what everyone else can do. But because it's claymation, it always like explodes into gore. <laughs> like it's insane. Wow, this is doing it for me. I'm, yeah, I'm like they'll be it. like, they're like, "Hey, little lungs, let's go skiing," and he's like, "I love skiing." And then like he's like, "Oh my god, this is so much work. I can't do it." And he like hits the hits the ramp awkwardly, and then lands and gets pinned on a bunch of tree branches with them poking through all of his lungs. What the shit? And his, and his like eyeball falls out and then there's just like a little theme. It's just like little lungs in a great big world. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a parody. I can't believe that's reality. It's real. It comes on all the time when I'm watching Monday Night Raw and I'm like, God, this is great. <laughs> all right. Every time I hear that theme. <laughs> I thought you made that up. But wow, that's incredible. <laughs> All right, so um, oh, I got my kombucha going. Um, I'm ready for some more quotes. I have come to deliver you some drugs. <laughs> uh, but also, who smokes a random blunt they find in a clown's murder warehouse? Like, he just finds this comically large blunt, and he's just like, it's good shit. And, the, and uh, secondly, the blunt looks like, um, you know those those cookie straws, like the but Pepperidge Farm? makes them i think they're called pirouettes right maybe no. that's what that blunt looks like it oh. looks like a fucking candy like what, a cookie straw yeah what grandma uh, kelly used to have in her little shop. okay yeah god rest they her got, soul like, the she's still alive um i know <laughs> i know that's why I'm <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> that worked so much better than I <laughs> But um, there is a line where right after that, um, I, I all I wrote down, I don't, I, I can't remember. It was after um, what the fuck is it? The, the the bad guy, the main bad guy, not Killjoy, um, the drug dealer. He Lorenzo. Lorenzo. He gets done banging this girl, and he goes, um, "Yeah, you better take a shower. Your pussy stank anyway." Oh Jesus! <laughs> like that um, is, I, I that I think that's the point of the movie where I was like, "Wait, I don't know if this was written by, uh, uh, like a person of color from the actual project." Uh, it was not. Yeah. I, can, I don't have to do research for you. I can tell you it was not. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that was where my 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 questions began. <laughs> yeah. um, can we talk about since you're mentioning that anyway? The the worst post sex conversation possibly in history, where she wants to know his five year plan suddenly. Yeah, that's 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 the scene, and he's like, "I'm just thinking about getting through the day." Yeah. You know why I don't know the answer to that? Because I don't give a shit about the future. <laughs> Man, he's he's ridiculous. And and that woman is way too pretty to be in this movie. Like, she's oh, yeah. actually quite attractive. And I'm not saying that the Survivor Girl is not attractive, but she also doesn't get naked. So um, it's just like, why? Is, they didn't pay her anything to be in this movie. Like, what, what the fuck is she doing here? Uh, so then there is a line where I think it's Lorenzo, and he goes, damn, this motherfucker got some big ass feet, <laughs> which I just, I, I, I know this movie is supposed to be a horror comedy and I didn't laugh until then. Um, but that line just tickled me. I don't, I don't know. Um, and, and then he goes, fuck off clown, which I feel like I have said every single time we've done, ev- uh, we've done so many clown movies, guys. Like yeah. even before Brian came on, we were doing clown movies and it's not fair. Uh, it is not a game, but, um, <laughs> but, but, uh, the, the, there is actually another running joke in this film that we somehow stumble upon constantly need a hand. Whoa. Yeah. Need a hand is we always just in saw movies. that in house of wax. Uh, what the fuck? Else? We see it all the time. Like the leprechaun, I think did it. And, oh man. But then, but like, so you're naming some of the good quotes. I'm trying to be positive, okay? But man, there's also the really weird "It's Miller timeline." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what is that even about? And then Killjoy at the very end, before he just makes Michael disappear, goes, "It's dinner time." Yeah, so he well, eats like he doesn't souls? eat him. I guess I don't know. I, I like, and that's the thing, like. There's so many times where Killjoy says something, and I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be dope. Like, he's like, it's dinner time. And I'm like, man, this giant Killjoy head's just going to fucking bite down on Michael. And then he just evaporates. And then there's, like, the one sign where he's like, I'm going to smoke you. And I'm like, oh, dude, he's going to wrap him into a giant blunt. And then the guy How just, amazing like, would that have That would have been know. so good. <laughs> so now we're just having the conversation of, of, of how much better this movie could have been if we would have made it. It still would probably have been culturally insensitive, and so we shouldn't make it. But, man, at least our jokes wouldn't suck. Yeah. Uh, I will say that there's two moments in this movie that made me laugh out loud, and they probably neither one of them was intentional. But they're visited by a ghost. Oh, my God. Mr. Exposition, I forgot all about him. (laughs) Yeah, he just shows up, explains to them exactly how to kill Killjoy. 
So they, they think forget. That they, killed, <laughs> they, they think that they've killed him. And then out of nowhere, you just hear as if he's Zordon talking to the Power Rangers. Judy, don't forget the doll. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, her name's not Judy. It's Jada. And the reason Jada. I remember that is yeah. because my last two notes is Killjoy tweaks his fucking nipples after he kisses Jada. He just goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other, the other line, which is like, here's the thing. This line makes me laugh. Because it's something that Brian and I would write as, like, making fun of a bad movie. And it's after they've killed Killjoy, it just cuts to them all having dinner together. And this is how the scene starts. <laughs> I haven't laughed this hard in a long time. <laughs> yeah. All my friends are dead. <laughs> like, like that's what I mean. I'm like, this is so outrageous, and their laugh, their laughter's so over the top. And then the girl just goes, "But I still keep having nightmares." Um, <laughs> all they need to do is just extend that laughter like a minute, and this movie would would go up so much higher. In my thing. like, oh dude, it was it's just like <laughs> I haven't laughed this long in a while. <laughs> 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 the one where someone breaks a plate over their own head. <laughs> oh Christ! At least we're having fun talking about Killjoy, and this is more than I can say for actually watching Killjoy. Oh no, it's a it's a torture. I feel to like that's watch. so much of what we do on this show, though. Is we're like, this wasn't fun. Let's make it fun together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Join I picked the plague. And there was another one I picked, and this is the you have most bad guilty taste. I've ever had. I, you were yeah. never guilty about the plague. You were like, yeah, fuck you, deal with it. Well, the plague was pretty fun. Well, that's because he was, he, yeah, he was coming in heavy because it was his first pick. He was also getting yeah. back at you for making him watch Bugged. Ugh. Which Bugged was way more fun than the plague. Absolutely or not. Killjoy. Bug has a, a cockroach with a gun. Yeah, that's I like what, what do you think was a better episode, Bugged or the plague? Bugs? Exactly. So Bugs was a worse movie. Uh, <laughs> terrible logic. Plague had nothing. I mean, Plague wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, Plague it is a, a bad nothing. movie. It was a nothing. It, it existed in no way, shape, or form. No, dude. I still um, say that The Plague is a bad film. No, no, right. no, no. Poppycock. <laughs> Poppycock. Right. Are we done with Killjoy? Can we please move on to our double features yeah. and stop talking about this? Yeah. All right. So. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Double features, go. Brian. Okay, so I don't know why I, I picked up this DVD um, one year, but it was pretty much a DVD of, it was the four films, and it was uh, four films in one, and three of them were all, remakes so i think it was maybe for the friday the 13th but i got friday the 13th nightmare on elm street the texas chainsaw massacre remake 
and then this clown movie called Amusement. And it's better than Killjoy, but it's still a bad movie. So I would put 2008's Amusement on for a shitty clown horror movie night. All right. Um, so as I said earlier, this movie was very clearly uh, attempting to speak to a culture that kind of is given the short end of the stick in horror films, especially in the 90s. So I'm going to actually follow this up. I'm going to wash my Damn mouth it. out with a movie that actually did that well. Damn it. I, I, and I'm going to no. No. Tales from the Hood. Oh, oh okay. Favorite. Did right. that well? <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you watched Tales from the Hood? No. Not in many, many years. <laughs> Tales from the Hood is, and we will probably talk about it one day when we lift the anthology thing for, for a month. Um, oh, yeah. Like we haven't already told mentioned mentioned that we're doing, doing that shit but yes yeah. it's happening yeah. in a couple months. but that movie is i mean the second one apparently is trash but the first one really still holds up and is a powerful movie that uses its scenery to actually talk about real issues not bullshit issues like <laughs> to sell you some drugs okay I'll, I'll have to i'll have to give it a shot since i'm confident scott won't pick it my one that i was gonna do but it was too much of a stretch was and you gotta make sure that you have overly offensive stereotypes that's ridiculous <laughs> I, uh, i'm not laughing because i it, don't know what it is it's from it's from this movie that brian and i still argue is better than scary movie called shriek if you know what i did last friday the 13th starring coolio and tom Arnold. yeah and it was just uh, but there's a uh, and there's a scene. scene well no it's a it's a scene where they're doing it's parroting the Randy scene from Scream where the girl's like, you realize we're in a horror parody type situation, right? Like you have to know there's very distinct rules to being in a horror parody. And she's like listing all of them. Like things are going to happen that make no sense. There's going to be references to things that are completely outrageous. And she's like, and you always have to lean hard on the terrible offensive racial stereotypes. And it just cuts to a random black pimp sitting in the corner and he goes, that's ridiculous. And then puts on a giant feather cap and a cane and walks away. <laughs> There's so many lines in that movie that should not be as funny as they are because the movie's trash. But I always remember Is the Tiffany one Is Tiffany Thiessen in that? Yep. I remember the yep, cover. That's the one. That That's the one that also has the line that Brian and I used to always use where the pizza guy shows up and he goes, 24 hour pizza. If it's not here in 24 hours, we're not coming. <laughs> That is really fucking dumb. <laughs> All right, Scott, your double feature that you thought I was about to steal. I thought you were this. gonna say people under the stairs. Oh, oh, also a good one. But here's the, also a good I, one. I would. But I think Tales from the Hood is a better one. Right, right. Well, the the reason why I would pick people under the stairs is it is an entertaining film. We've already spoken at length. Go back and listen to our fucking episode on it. My opinion has not changed. I think that it is not as good of a movie as people think uh and i also think that wes craven was doing his white savior bullshit by making it i don't think that it uh, and that's what i all that's why it comes to mind with killjoy because if this movie was also some uh, quote unquote woke white dude being like i can speak to the black youths um yeah it's the same shit like sorry wes craven i love some of what you did in your time on earth <laughs> but uh nothing can forgive you for people under the stairs 
Uh, and I, I get people have their own opinions about movies, but if you're going to argue whether it, whether a movie is good or not, and that movie you're arguing has a dog being electrocuted because it's biting a child who's holding a man who's holding an electric doorknob, it's not a good movie. Just, just pack up your bags and say, you're right, I'm wrong, this is not a good movie. It's fun, it's fun, but it's not a game. But it's kind of a trash movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so I'm, I'm, I have to clarify something. Uh, it does, in fact, look like this was written by a man of color, but it still is pretty rough. Um, doesn't change, an it, it honestly doesn't yeah. change my double feature because I still think that they're both insensitive while trying to be <laughs> yeah. woke. Worked as a movie extra on such films as Mars Attacks, Jingle All the Way, and Moesha. Wow. <laughs> so, well, I guess he used that uh, Mars Attacks money for fucking Killjoy 1. <laughs> um, all right. So real quick, what's something good that you've seen that's not Killjoy? I mean, I know that we all loved it. but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just say I'm I'm continuing to work through Twilight Zone, um, the, the new series, and it is just so good. I just love it. I, I I really feel like you people have opinions about Jordan Peele, um, and a lot. I think feel like there's so much backlash right now. One because of us, and two because of um, Twilight Zone and people thinking that he's like, oh, not Twilight. Oh, is it Twilight Zone? Where he's the Candyman. Like, yeah, and the Candyman. Or- he's like, I want to hire you know people of color because we need to have representation, and people white people are like all up in arms because they're like, well, that's racism. No, it's not. It's, no, it's, it's fucking not acting. Uh, There's a difference. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I, I, I love his work. I, I mean, I know that he's just producing Twilight Zone. He doesn't have as, like as much of a hand in it as he did in get out and, and us. But um, I, I just think that it's a really, it's what I wanted black mirror to be. And I know I said that last time I was talking about it, but it just, it, it really scratches the itch for me and i and i really really like it a lot uh well piggybacking off of you talking about a tv show um i have binged the first two seasons and just started season three of the good place for the first time yes oh it's perfect it's It's such a good show so fun but it also has thrown me through at least two like deep thought existential crises while watching it (laughs) so i mean that's a sign of a well-written show to me but yeah like there's some episodes that have hit me a lot heavier than I expected things to hit. Yeah, me. but dude, that's because that show is deceptive. It is like yeah. th- there's a lot of research that they're doing when they're writing that show. It's 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 absurd. Like that, it's yeah. so good and it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, it's v- it's very funny. And there's I won't say too much because I'm sure that there's yeah. people who haven't seen it. But there is a moment um, where a character tells another character that they're his friend. And it's such a growth moment for that character that it like literally like brought a, a single teardrop down the side of the face when it happens. <laughs> it doesn't um, take much to make Matt Kelly cry, but that no, but that's also it's true. also a sitcom, so you're not supposed to cry during sitcoms. Uh, you Usually should watch not, Atypical because yeah. I cried a lot. And that's <laughs> yeah, like, hey same. Brian, you want to know why I haven't watched Atypical? <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, doesn't want to cry. I don't like feelings. You know, the therapy sessions are still very new. So we'll, get, yeah. we'll get to the crying stage maybe sometime in November. I felt pretty good with with her today. And um, yeah, I could have cried if I wanted to. I just didn't, you know, I didn't want to. There you go. 
you can cry if you want yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, let's hear yours and then we'll wrap. I this hope up. I didn't mention this before because I'm kind of going back uh, like two weeks just because my life has been so hectic. I haven't watched anything new. But I know I wanted to mention the hole in the ground. Did I mention that at all? I does not ring a bell. I with really me. wanted to because I really wanted Scott to watch it. Um, it's an A twenty four movie. Uh, check it out; it's good. I, I think I want to leave it at that. I don't want to give anything away. It's not great. That the last twenty minutes alone is why I'm like Scott Roger. We love this movie. Right. So I just saw an article that said. Um, these are the 10 best horror movies that have come out so far in 2019. And the hole in the ground was on that list. And I read a little bit of the synopsis and I, they lost me at creepy child. And then they said something about the ending that isn't a spoiler. Um, but it was on, it's on my radar. It was on my radar as of yesterday. And you saying that the last 20 minutes are very Scott Roger to me means that my assumptions are correct and so it is going higher on my list <laughs> yeah there you go nice all right well that was killjoy from 2000 is picked by brian thanks buddy you've come a really uh, long way from the night of the comet and and some of the other movies you've picked uh curse three was recently uh so see here's the thing you guys are you guys are fan of you guys are we don't have time for this you guys are fan of the so, menacing anyway, me so, i will i'm george back. lucas i gave you star wars <laughs> All right. I'm sorry I gave you Killjoy. I gave you out of the dark. What more do you want from me? Uh, so we'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. Uh, it's picked by me. It's got babies in it. Try to figure it out. It's tied to summer very indirectly. Uh, and you know what? Real quick, because I realized that I have done just a shit job. Uh, this is coming out after I've gotten back from San Diego Comic-Con and not once in any episode that I mentioned that I'd be there. So uh, if you are looking to meet someone from Horror Movie Night, just me for the most part, uh, this August I will be at Scares That Care in Virginia. I will be at Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and I will be at the Creature Feature Weekend in Gettysburg. So... Definitely come to all of those events, say hi, and who knows, maybe if timing and money and budget is right, there will be uh, some other horror movie night people besides just myself. Um, I do know that I should be doing a couple panels at Creature Feature Weekend, so uh, come and check that out. But to keep up on all of the exciting stuff going on, you got to hit up our social medias. So our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, it's all HMN podcast and our website, HMNpodcast.com. And before I forget, because I almost forgot to do this and I really need to say this, September is going to be listener submitted month. So get those emails into us at HMNpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what movies you think we should be watching and we'll, you know, narrow it down to the four that we actually feel like sitting through. Thanks. Bye. listening to the Geekscape Network. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. 
Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 